the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. Great to be with you today. You know, something has triggered me to think about this today. It's been a while since I've cleaned out my garage, you know. Uh, There's all kinds of things that uh, could be in there. Uh, you know, there might be some, I got some old taxes and, uh, some other classified material, Jimmy Hoffa, who knows what's in my garage, but apparently the president has some things in his garage in, uh, Wilmington. And we'll talk about that in just a minute here and, uh, what that means. You know, uh, a lot of it has to do, I think there's a lot of politics. We don't know how that's going to turn out, but there sure is a lot of politics, uh, and question about integrity and a lot of lessons for us to learn. So we'll talk about that too. The number, if you want to join our conversation, is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557, So today, the Attorney General um, appointed a special prosecutor, uh, not special prosecutor, special counsel, not a prosecutor yet, not really, nobody's being charged with a crime or anything like that at this moment, And uh, but Attorney General Merrick Garland today appointed federal uh, prosecutor, he is a prosecutor, Robert Herr, as special counsel to investigate the discovery of classified government records at the private home of and office of President Joe Biden. So this story has been brewing for a while, and uh, he is authorized, uh, Robert Herr, is authorized to investigate whether any person or entity violated the law in connection with the matter. And uh, so that is going to happen. I went to school with a guy named Robert Hur, like grade school, like a little kid. So I'm real, and he's the right age. So I'm curious if I went to school with him, maybe I'll hit him up. Uh, if you watched any of this, and uh, I'll talk about it, but this is what uh, President Biden uh, was announcing some things about the economy today. But uh, the only thing that reporters really are interested in is this story. And something that is interesting about it is that reporters from all of the alphabet networks are shouting questions. He did take this question from Steve Ducey, who is the Fox News reporter, who usually is asking uh, the the harder questions of the administration. This is what happened. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So the but anyway. Street was in a locked garage. Yes, as well as my Corvette. <laughs> I don't, that's the thing that's getting a lot of attention. It's just, it's funny that the Corvette matters in this. And I think it gives him the opportunity to say, look, it's locked. It wasn't just sitting out there. He has a nice Corvette, by the way, if you've ever seen it. It's a 1970-something Corvette Stingray convertible, beautiful car. It's a great car. And you probably would keep that locked up. I I drove a friend's Corvette one time because they were moving across the country. And they actually had two Corvettes, and they wanted me to babysit one of them. And they wanted me to drive it around, I guess, to keep it uh, fresh or whatever. And I was terrified driving that car because I didn't want to get a ding on it, right? It was 1984, I think, is the the year. 94, 94 Corvette, I think. 
No, I'm, I'm lying about that. It was a uh, 2004 Corvette is what it was. So they were very proud of it and a uh, great car. But it uh, every time I was out and I thought, man, I'm going to get in a wreck in this thing. Um, so the president has this uh, Corvette, and apparently that is how he's locking up some some documents in his house. Uh, he claims he didn't know, doesn't know what they are and that his lawyers told him not to ask, and that's probably good advice from the lawyers. The president went on to read a statement, no doubt, that was prepared by these lawyers about what they're finding. But as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyers reviewed other places where documents in my, uh, of, from my time as vice president were stored, and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas in file cabinets in my home and my, in my, my, my personal library. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn Center. The Department of Justice was immediately, as was done, the Department of Justice was immediately notified, and the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of the document. So you're going to see. We're going to see all this unfold. I'm confident. Thank you. So the shouting that you hear are reporters asking more questions about this. There was one reporter that asked a question about Jill Biden, and he answered that one because she had some uh, surgery on uh, uh, some skin lesions that I guess are cancerous, and they were removed. I think she's going to be fine with that. So he answered that question on how she's doing. Other than that, he, he didn't answer the rest of it. This is the second time that he's read a statement, and he, he made the statement at the beginning there, right, that he looks forward to being able to talk about it. So right now they're saying you better not talk about it. You better just read the statement. I'm wondering, is this a uh, would this be such a big deal had he not come after Donald Trump and everything that we went through last summer when uh, Mar-a-Lago was raided and Donald Trump has has uh, classified documents there? And I think at the end of the day, there's certain things we don't know. And there's a lot of speculation and it's fun to speculate, but it's, um, you know, sometimes we speculate ourselves into thinking something's true and it's not. For example, people speculated that Donald Trump had nuclear codes and we were all under threat of nuclear war because Donald Trump has codes and maybe he has his own submarine and he's going to go nukes. You know, there was it just got kind of crazy this summer and we still don't know what Donald what's on these the classified uh, documents that Donald Trump has. But my thinking is it can't be that serious because it's been over a year on the Trump thing. We didn't know about it till last summer. But the the National Archives has been dealing with President Trump on the information he has for over a year now, apparently. Um, it can't be so serious that it's endangering the country. I would hope not that they would really do something and go get it if that were the case. So um, – and there's, you know, there's some differences in how the President Trump handled it and uh, different things like that. And that's been one of the the themes here on uh, the media on the left is to try to really point out the differences between Donald Trump's handling of the documents and Biden's handling of the documents. But the bigger story is whether or not there is ultimately a significant difference. The problem is this. The problem is the response of the Biden administration and people on the left to the fact that Donald Trump had classified information and that they had to go get it uh, and ask for it back, 
which is wrong. He shouldn't have that. He should not have classified information. It is uh, against the law. And it's worse against the law if you know about it, but it's also against the law if you negligently took it. You're still responsible for it. But this was President Biden on 60 Minutes last fall. When you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago, what did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen. How one, anyone could be that irresponsible. And he went on to really criticize uh, Donald Trump for all of those kinds of things. And yet, at the same time, President Biden had documents of his own. Now, we don't know if he really knows about this. And I give in, – in some case, I give – I think it's possible – Certainly possible that in in leaving the the White House, other people pack up your documents. We don't know if President Biden knows or not. Uh, There's a reason a certain box is sitting in his garage, though. Uh, We don't know. We don't know that Donald Trump knew what uh, he had at first. We know that he knew eventually, right? I think it's fair to say if they were in his office, sort of uh, if it's true that they were just strewn about in his office, then I guess, you know, he probably at some point knew about it. Um, those are questions are are what the special uh, counsel will investigate is what did they know and when did they know it? But as the story is unfolding, one of the, the issues is that at some point, President Biden, at least by November 2nd last year, knew that he had these documents and they didn't disclose it. And the they have known since December that they had these documents in the garage and didn't disclose that even earlier this week when the story uh, hit. And so what's happening is it is a issue of credibility, an issue of integrity, an issue of hypocrisy. And at the end of the day, that might be the entire issue if there's if there's nothing terrible on these things. Now, I'm saying that and I know that some of you are out there going, if this were me and I took home top secret documents, uh, I would be going to prison. And that's true for an awful lot of you. It could be true for whatever staffers might have taken these things. There's a lot of questions, and there's obviously a different standard for you know, former presidents or vice presidents. And, you know, that's, that's something that's there, and I know that some of you are dealing with that. I've, I have friends who told me, you know, they're not even allowed to bring their phone into their workplace because of their clearance. And if they took home any classified document, uh, they would be fired, their careers would end, they might serve time you know, so this kind of story, I know for a lot of you, it's just really irritating. And to see the 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 whole thing is kind of irresponsible, right? Is that why is this? Why don't we have a chain on these classified documents? Why is it even possible that this is happening? Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Uh, At the end of the day, I think that what we really should think about here is the integrity and the hypocrisy of it. And I think that's the probably the extent of it. I don't think the Trump situation will end up with anything, uh, at least criminal charges. And probably for the same reasons, this won't either. It all depends on what ultimately is on the documents. So President Biden, if there is something on there that is related to in something incriminating or related to his doings with Ukraine while he was the vice president or related to his son and his son's business in Ukraine, President Biden could be in a lot of trouble because then people will say, well, it looks like you're covering up. That's the it's always the cover up, right? That's always the worst thing 
that uh, ends up getting you. You know, Nixon could have come out and just, you know, fired all those guys and said, hey, I'm sorry, we shouldn't have done that. Uh, and the story would have gone away. But the covering up and the erasing of tapes and those kinds of things, that was the ultimate problem. Uh, it makes you look guilty. And that's what people are going to speculate here and wonder about President Biden. But if ultimately it's just paperwork and the, the government overclassifies things and, in you know, it's probably nothing. But I do think that the the obvious um, the obvious issue here ultimately is uh, this looks like you have taken this you've tried to take Trump uh, to the cleaners on this issue and you're doing the same thing uh, or relatively speaking the same thing and uh, it's hypocrisy. Do we ever do that in our life? Do we do that in the church? I think it's and we think about this and look at it. You know, you might have an opinion one way or the other about it, but and there are certainly things that we need to be thinking about it and be being concerned about. Um, but we should also take a look at ourselves to take the log out of our own eye and wonder where it is are we hypocritical? You know, when the when the church criticizes the culture over something, and maybe rightfully so, are we doing the same thing? Because sometimes the culture points back and says, "Well, you're doing it too," and we see that whenever we have. You know, scandals in the church for sexual matters, and uh, we see particularly prominent leaders uh, go down over financial matters or different ethical things. This is why it's really important for us as believers to be taking a look at ourselves, to not to acknowledge we're not perfect, but to take that log out of our own eye. Uh, It helps us communicate better. And I think that's a big deal here. You know, if you are a Trump fan, you know, is this just, oh, look, you're doing it too? Is the goal here to try to make Biden look worse? Or if you're a Biden fan, is the goal here to just really try to make Trump look worse, but to ignore that your own side did it, whichever side you're on? That becomes the problem. And I think that's one of the problems that the Biden administration ultimately is facing here. Uh, and that's just assuming that at the end of the day, charges won't be filed. You know, sometime in a few months, these different uh, special counsels will come out and they'll say what they found and they'll say, you know, this is really naughty of you and uh, probably not press charges. Uh, that's what I think will likely happen. But um, the political damage, the hypocrisy and the integrity questions exist. I think, you know, politically, if you're the Biden people, you just probably lost whatever uh, issue you thought you had with President Trump because the Trump people will be able to say, well, you did it too. It sort of diffuses that. Uh, even though there might be some differences and maybe Trump was less cooperative and all of those kinds of things. I think at the end of the day, I think people say, yeah, well, you know, you did it too. I think people people do that. What do you think about this? Do you have any opinion or response? 888-528-2557 is the number, 888-528-2557. And this is Southern California Live. They asked uh, the new Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, about uh, this subject, and uh, here's what he had to say. Do you see this matter regarding the, the classified documents found in President Biden's home going before that committee? I see it could go from that committee or others, but I think Congress has to investigate this. Here's an individual that's been in office for more than 40 years. Here's an individual that sat on 60 Minutes that was so concerned about President Trump's documents locked in behind, and now we find it just as a vice president, keeping it for years out in the open in different locations. I do not think any American believes that justice should not be equal to all. And we found from this administration what happened before every single election, whatever comes out that they utilize to try to falsify it, they try to have different standards for their own beliefs, that doesn't work in America. 
And that is one of the things that other people will be concerned about. And if you're watching this from either side, what conservatives tend to say is that we don't get a fair deal uh, when these things happen. And if you watch the media right now, uh, there's a, there is a, a very, very clear, uh, in most cases, although they're hedging on some, which I think is interesting, but there is, you know, it's clearly the, most of the media running to excuse what the president uh, has done here. Um, but nobody wanted to do that for Donald Trump. Some people did on the on the right side of the media for that. And something I think that has to happen is both in the standpoint of, you know, for the sake of our country, both sides have to be treated equally. That if you're going to give one side the benefit of the doubt, it can't be just because that's the way you vote. You have to have standards about when the ben- benefit of the, bout of the doubt is given, and you give it to the same thing. You know, people are arguing about the differences. There are some differences, but there's differences going both ways. There's some differences about whether or not Trump was cooperative in giving some of this back, and that's for sure. But there's other questions here. Why does a, you know, the President Biden took these when he was vice president? Number one, why does he even have them as vice president in the first place? I have that question. Uh, Secondly, you know, secondly, you've had them, Mr. President, now for six years. And uh, they've been moved around from place to place. And some of them are in your garage with your Corvette. Um, And some of them are in the office where you and a bunch of people hung out. You know, why? What's, you know, there's there's differences, but there's also some similarities ultimately in all this. And that's what I think a lot of people are watching, too, is that is there going to be different set of standards applied to these two situations? McCarthy continued. Do you see a difference in that former President Trump denied repeated requests for all of his classified documents for more than a year and President Biden's lawyers turned in documents after finding them? No, because from one standpoint, they knew the documents were there. They actually asked President Trump to put another lock on, so they were locked. You look at President um, Biden. He wasn't president. He was vice president. He held these in different locations right out in the open. He criticized President Trump. Did he utilize the Justice Department to raid President Trump? Did you think that was right? They knew this has happened to President Biden before the election, but they kept it a secret from the American public. He goes on 60 Minutes, criticizes President Trump, even knowing what he has done, and he wasn't president at the time. Now we find another location that it's at, but he refused to answer. His press secretary won't answer the questions. We, you watched them leak photos of sitting out files of President Trump. Where's the photos of President Biden's documents? Where are those photos at? He knowingly knew this happened going into election, going into interviews. People have noticed those differences. You know, where are the photos of this? Are we going to see the same kind of treatment, you see? And, you know, whatever's, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, politics, obviously. It's not fair. Uh, and that's life. But people notice. I think regular people notice. I think people are are pretty understanding uh, about when there's integrity and when there isn't. I think people get it. I think that the trick for us often is to acknowledge it when it's on our own side, not just blame the others. Proverbs 11.3 says, The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. See, and that's the thing here, is that I think without all of the vitriol towards President Trump over the summer and the attacks on him, they're probably very election-related. This would be less of an issue for the president. I think that a lot—in fact, if if President Trump hadn't done it at all, I don't know what kind of issue this would even be. 
But because of the the complete weight and the complete uh, view that uh, we're just so high and above ever doing this ourselves, and then it turns out, uh, well, you did it. Uh, that is the problem. That's a big deal. That's integrity. That's why we have to plan a life of integrity with the things we do. I got caught by my uh, son drinking milk out of the carton from the fridge, right out of the carton. And uh, I thought he was in bed, but he had come down the stairs and uh, I got caught red-handed doing this. Now, the thing is, the big problem is, is that he's been told under no uncertain terms that we don't drink right from the carton. That's gross. That we do not do that. We, that's not how we do it. We go and we get a glass. And he's been told in very stern terms by his father this. And then he catches me doing it. He immediately knew that he had just caught me having a, a moment of duplicity. <laughs> and uh, he had a big smile on his face because he knew I was dead to rights. Uh, and I had to apologize. And I still had to say, we both need to get a glass, you know, do as I do, don't do it, you know, do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. We do that. People know that. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by duplicity. Our role as parents or our role in our companies, our role wherever we find ourselves, whenever we don't have that integrity, uh, people find out. They will find out eventually. They will notice it. You can't really hide it. Character, it just matters. And we're, we all get confronted with moments where we, you know, uh, are being challenged on our, on our integrity. And the right thing to do is to confess it whenever you're caught. The wrong thing to do is take the opportunity to lie about it and save yourself because you'll eventually then get caught later in the lie. Right? It's the lie that's the problem. We always try to teach that to our kids. It's the cover-up that's the problem. And it is something that I think that we're going to see in this story. When we come back, I have a bunch of clips from the press conference today with Karine Jean-Pierre. And you're going to see, and many reporters, okay, not just your conservative reporters, but your uh, all of the network reporters and the newspaper, or even the mainstream newspaper reporters, are grilling Karine Jean-Pierre on issues of integrity and transparency. And you can see, you can hear the tension and the issue as it's developing, is not so much what might be on those papers. Ultimately, that could be the case if the paperwork has you know, got something you know, pretty serious on it. But it's an integrity matter. People cannot escape it. Our character actually matters. I got to take a break. Do you have any opinions on this? You can join our conversation by calling 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. I'll be back as the Thursday edition continues. Stay tuned. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Text Scott right now in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. This is what makes America not trust their government. You cannot have one form of law because somebody philosophically has a different opinion than you, and you can't use the Justice Department to go after people that are politically different as well. It has to be equal across, and what I'm finding what's happening with President Biden time and again You go from a laptop saying it not only that it wasn't true, but utilizing your own friends to go into companies to tell them to say the same thing, to try to knock down information, to try to make sure the New York Post story couldn't be printed. You should be offended by that. You are of the press. 
You should be allowed to write even when you knew it was true. That was Speaker McCarthy speaking to the media outside of his office in the Capitol Rotunda uh, today about the situation with the documents that are found in President Biden's garage next to his Corvette. And, uh, you know, he's pointing out a couple of things here. And this this should matter. You know, one of these things I think that is so important is we've got to whatever side you're on on the politics of things. What he's discussing is something as serious as two different justice systems, but also just two different ways that even the media and uh, other people will address these kinds of issues. He's he is also bringing into it the the Twitter files issue. We're going to talk about that on a later show to explain that. But if you followed that, you know, what we have seen is the federal government and in particular the Biden administration in the last couple of years really trying to direct what kinds of things can be said and not said on social media. And the problem always with censorship is that you end up censoring things that are true or censoring things that should actually have gone out there to really help inform the public. And it's being done for for political reasons. And here, what he's going to say is, hey, you know how we approach these things between President Trump and his problems with the documents that he has and now President Biden with his things is you got to address it fairly. And it's the integrity issue that is being questioned today. So if you if you watch the press conferences, I don't know if you ever do, but just about every day there's a uh, press briefing with Karine Jean-Pierre, the president's spokesperson. And most of the time, the questions are very friendly. I've never seen it more friendly uh, to one administration than the last two years. Never seen it. Uh, it wasn't, you know, the press was friendly to the Obama administration, but not this friendly, not even close. Um, it, it's never, there are things that are happening in that in that press uh, briefing every day, particularly about issues like the border and other stuff, where clearly the truth is not being told and everyone in the room knows it. Usually the only person asking a question that's contrary to that narrative is uh, uh, the Fox News reporter, Peter Ducey. But this time, uh, many, many reporters from the left and right are grilling Karine Jean-Pierre. And they're not really getting into the contents of the documents. It's about how this information is coming out. It's an interesting thing because people don't like to be made a fool, right? And if you've been carrying water for the administration and not asking questions that you really should be asking, and now all of a sudden you find out that you're you're being uh, you are being told that the other side has done this terrible thing, and when you've done a similar thing, now you're you're being expected to keep carrying that water you're kind of not going to do it. So this is how this went today. And and part of this is news. And I think we need to be aware of this because it is a problem in our country that different sides are treated differently by the media. That's always been the case, by the way. It's not new. In the late 1800s, man, the media was so bad and biased in one way. You know, it was maybe worse than it is today. It's just that most people didn't know because you had a few newspapers and news didn't you know travel so fast and you didn't have the media and the TV and the 24-hour news cycle, all that kind of thing. Uh, but it has been bad before. So, And I tell you that because, you know, I don't think we should be surprised or lose hope because the media gets bad. Eventually, the media ultimately wants to be, uh, you know, the media. We just don't have as many journalists as we used to, but there's still some people out there who would like to have the scoop. There's still some people out there who care. And hopefully what a lot of this will do, maybe what this is doing is getting these people to ask harder questions. I think it makes the administration better. We would have a much better Biden administration if the media asked hard questions. We really would. 
I think it makes the the Trump administration or even the Bush administration sometimes better, or even sometimes the Obama administration got hit pretty hard by some things when hard questions are asked. Um, even if you know they're coming, they just need to be out there. But if you're just not going to ask them, then it's just it's bad. And you know the media and what McCarthy was saying is that you guys should be offended at the way this is. Uh, been handled. You guys can do better. So this is what's happening in uh, the press conference today. Karine Jean-Pierre um, saying that they, they take seriously the matter of classified documents. As the president said, he takes classified information and materials seriously. And as we have said, we have cooperated from the moment we informed the archives that a small number of documents were found, and we will continue to cooperate. We have cooperated closely with the Justice Department throughout its review, and we will continue that cooperation with the special counsel. We are confident that a thorough review will show that these documents were inadvertently misplaced, and the president and his lawyers acted promptly upon discovering of this mistake. So what she's talking about is how this will probably play out. Probably what she's saying, let's just give her the benefit of the doubt. Factually speaking, they found these things. They called the DOJ. They turned themselves in, essentially. And, you know, eventually you're going to find out this was nothing on paper and, uh, you know, this was accidentally done. All that might be true. But what the media is dealing with and what she's about to get hit with is that that's not the point right now. The point is you didn't tell us that this was happening when this when this when you became aware of it a couple of days before the election you didn't mention it and at the same time your administration is is putting out a special prosecutor against President Trump and you're going on TV saying that what an irresponsible guy Trump is for taking these documents and yada 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 and in fact it came out today that they knew about the stuff in Biden's garage in December and so it's been over a month and what they're going what they're upset about is not the documents they're upset about not being told. Media always gets upset about not being told, but they're upset about not being told. And they're saying, hey, this is a transparency issue with you. You say you want to be transparent. And uh, and so I want you to hear that thing, because what Karine Jean-Pierre is doing is ultimately defending the administration. And what she's saying, for all we know, might be accurate. There's questions, though, about the time there, and there's questions about why do you have them in the first place, and there's questions about your lawyers went through and thumbed through the files. How do we know you turned over all the files? You know, what if there was something bad in there? Did your lawyers uh, get rid of it? You know, that was the part of the Trump problem is that you've been holding on these things for so long. How do we know you're not getting rid of something that's incriminating? Same question is being asked here ultimately with the Biden administration, but that is not the point here. And this is what happens with integrity. In our lives, the integrity issue is something that is not usually about whatever it is we're being accused of or whatever mistake we might have made. or what it, it's, it's about our response. And this matters a lot for the church. This matters in the way that we put out stuff on our social media whenever there is some kind of sin in the world and we want to get out there and condemn it, you know, some kind of public thing. You know, are we looking at ourselves? Our, and this in our in our life when we gossip about other people, when we slander other people, when we say, oh, look at what a bad person this is, and then later it turns out that we are doing the same thing or we're doing a similar thing or we've got our own sins and we all have our own sins. We have to be humble in our approach to things. And it helps the truth come out. It helps it helps put us in a position to actually hold people accountable. It matters a lot. 
858-528-2557 is the number. Southern California Live, if you want to join the conversation, 888-528-2557. Here's where the press conference today starts to uh, unravel. The review was underway when you guys gave a detailed statement about the first set of documents. The review was underway when the president spoke about the first set of documents. You're now saying that you didn't talk about the second set of documents discovered almost a month prior because a review was underway. I, like, I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. No, like, the I review was underway the entire time. The only difference was that reporters had information on the first set of documents, and therefore you chose to exclude the second set of documents until reporters got information on the second set of documents. Well, let me unconfuse you uh, for a second, Phil. Look, we are trying to do this by the book. And I said yesterday this was under uh, review by the Department of Justice, and the process is as such. Uh, when the pre- when the president's lawyers realized that the do- the documents existed, that they were there, they reached out to the archives. They reached out to the Department of Justice. Rightfully so, may I add, that is what you're supposed to do as lawyers. That's what they did, and they have fully been cooperating uh, with um, uh, with the Department of Justice. That was Phil Mattingly asking that question. Who is from CNN? Okay, this is not a Fox News or an OAN uh, reporter. Okay, somebody coming from the right. This is a, this is somebody who normally is on the side of the president, probably in a in a way that uh, you know, people will accuse them of bias. And what's happening is once again she goes back, <clears throat> and this is her job. Okay, she's doing her job, I suppose. You know, I think her real job ought to be just to have integrity with it. But her her job is to protect the president. She goes back to the issue. Look, we're following the rules here. What he's getting at is that, well, wait a minute, you're not being very honest with us in the way you have reported this to us. And she, she's getting testy, right? She can let me unconfuse you, Phil. <clears throat> that would really bug me if somebody said that. Let me unconfuse you, Scott. Oh, okay, because I must be confused. Uh, it continues uh, this way into the transparency issue with other reporters of left-wing news. Last thing is initial statement of the last came on Monday. The president addressed us on Tuesday in Mexico City. All the conversation was about the documents in the office. However, according to the Attorney General, documents were found on December 20th in his garage in Wilmington. Why was that not immediately addressed? Is the White House being transparent about that if that was already known and not discussed up front? So just to, you said transparent. I want to say that we have been transparent here. Uh, That is why the minute that his lawyers found those documents, uh, they reported it. They reached out to the archives and the Department of Justice, and they did that voluntarily. Uh, and they were not compelled to do it. They did it voluntarily. See, she switches it back, and I understand why she's doing it, back to the, the system. It's very possible that what she's saying is accurate, that the president and his people are doing this in a in a way, as far as the process goes behind the scenes, in the way they should. And she would keep repeating this throughout the thing. But the issue isn't that. And this is what the reporters are going to keep on saying to her. The issue is it looks like you're covering something up because you're not being transparent as you promised. See, this is a hard thing about communication, right? Just communication in general, it's difficult to always be on the same page, especially when there's tension. Sometimes You ever have an argument with somebody, but you're talking about two different things and it takes you a while to figure out you're actually probably more in agreement, but you're arguing because you're not hearing each other. That's what's happening here. When we get back, I'll play you some more clips uh, on this. I think this is a important thing for us to to hear and to see what's going on, but also for us to understand because these things all translate into our own lives with people. It's just it's just human beings, and it, you know they're the president. They're people who work in Washington. Okay, but people are people, 
and uh, the principles that were given in the Scripture about integrity, they matter whoever you are and wherever you are. 888-528-2557. I'm Scott Furrow. I'll return. I'll be back as the, or return, as the Thursday edition of Southern California Live continues. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. President Biden said yesterday that he was surprised by the news that classified documents were found in his old think tank office and added he wasn't sure what was in the files. Ah, yes, the old grandpa caught shoplifting maneuver. Uh, what's that? There's something in my pocket. Oh, Charleston Chew. How could that happen? That was Seth Meyers uh, making a Biden joke. Haven't heard one of those on late night uh, for a while. And that's kind of what gets us into this issue here is that whatever the issues ultimately are with the documents themselves that President Biden has or that President Trump has, like I've said earlier in the show, I think that Unless there's something in that paperwork that is actually very serious, I think at the end of the day, it gets worked out and the the special counsels on both parties come out and they say, uh, you know what, shame on you for having these uh, documents, but there's not going to be any charges. But the issue isn't that. The issue here that the president is dealing with now is the hypocrisy and the integrity because of the way that he went after President Trump for having documents, uh, whatever the differences might be. And everybody is noting that. 888-528-2557. And that's something for us to recognize is that, and I think this is a problem for kind of both sides that we don't uh, hold our own accountable all the time when our side does something, whatever our side might be. The solution to a lot of this is that. The solution is that we are integrity on our, we have integrity on our side. Right. And both sides should be doing that. But if it's really just we're just always going to accuse the other side or they're always going to accuse this side, whatever side it is, nothing gets done. Uh, no one's held to account. Ultimately, the media is uh, pretty. And by the way, this is my solution for uh, this is what President Biden ought to do. I realize that he's got some legal issues and he's got to listen to lawyers. OK. And there's things like that. But I, I think what he ought to do is he ought to just come out and go and acknowledge the the issue of transparency. He should acknowledge the integrity issue here, and he should just say, look, you're right. I said that President Trump was responsible, and uh, I'm going to take account for the documents that I have. And uh, he should come out and say, yep, we should have been more transparent with the American people, and he, I, we should have uh, put out this information as soon as it was found and told people. You know, I And he could invite President Trump and, to encourage that the government has better controls on these things, because that's part of Another issue with this is why is this even allowed? Why can anybody just take classified documents out of the White House? However, it happened. Somebody, another comedian said, why isn't there like a chain with a big block of wood on the end of it, like the key at the bathroom for a gas station on classified documents? Why is it so easy, apparently, to do this? I've got that question. That's a, you know, why of the White House of all places? Why is that the case? Uh let me grab the phone here. Uh, Ted in Los Angeles. Welcome to Southern California Live. How you doing, Pastor? Uh, fine, Ted. How are you today? Ted, City of the Angels. You know, when we're quick to judge, you're going to need the devil's nudge. <laughs> yeah. <You know that? laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you know, know, when you're and... quick to judge, you just got to be careful because we're all guilty of something. 
absolutely. And uh, that's why we need Jesus. And, uh, you know, so many times, you know, I react. That's why you said be slow to anger, because you're not even, the blood isn't even flowing properly when you're angry. You can't even think straight. And, uh, you know, uh, and he says, vengeance will be mine, says the Lord. So this is a perfect classic example of vengeance will be mine, says the Lord. You know, Jesus is just waiting in the, in the background, Joe Cool, and uh, he doesn't need to get angry, and he doesn't need to force you into anything, but he will clean stuff up, and this is a classic example of what's happening. And, you know, um, Scott, when I had my inventory read, uh, it was a man in AA, and it was seven years into being sober because I didn't trust anybody, and it was a Jewish man because I respected his integrity, and he didn't force anything on anybody, and he was a speaker. <clears throat> and he and he basically said, look, he didn't say, hey, you need a sponsor. You don't need, he just said, if you're ready to start your inventory, I will help you tonight. So I raised my hand. It was a question and answer, and I said, you know, Jack, uh, he's dead now, God rest his soul. I said, Jack, I said, my inventory's done. Are we going to go read it tonight? And he said, absolutely. And three women gasped because I didn't go by everybody else's man-made regiment that you have to do it a certain way. And that night we went to Starbucks, which I happen to live in the same neighborhood as him. And we um, uh, did the inventory. What's, and Now, what's the inventory you're talking about so that people understand uh, what it, that is? It's stuff that I've done that it's secrets that I thought I'd never. Right. Okay. Tell. So it's it's getting stuff out in the open and knowing what's there. It's a confession stuff I didn't think I'd ever tell another human being. And, uh, you know, he burned it, threw it into the gutter, put his hand on my back, and he said, say goodbye to your old self, which aligns with uh, Judeo-Christian beliefs that you are new. You are a new person. You're not that person anymore. Yeah, I want to uh, move on, uh, Ted, because we're running out of time here. But I appreciate, okay. uh, you know, that is that things are going to come out, you know, and uh, that is... You know, it's just better to have integrity at the beginning, and that's what should happen. That's why these reporters are getting so upset. This is another exchange between Corinne Jean-Pierre and uh, a reporter that is on the left that's normally supportive of uh, what the Biden administration is doing. Do you acknowledge that the fact that the White House did not reveal this to the public, despite the fact that you've known about it for months, undercuts the president's promise of being transparent with the American but here's the thing. They were transparent. There was, there, there was transparency in doing what you're supposed to do when these, when these items were discovered. Not with the American people. Look, we, I am here standing in front of you answering these questions, right? The president took two questions this week on this. You've heard, wait, let me just answer. You've heard from the White House counsel who put out multiple statements on this. And so, again, this is an ongoing process. Uh, we want to respect the process, uh, and we have laid out very clearly what occurred. So what she's doing again is she is talking about sort of the uh, the the process of things. But what the reporters are upset about is the integrity of the situation. What they're upset about is there's so many different angles to all of this, but it's not that the president isn't cooperating with the authorities or that they didn't do the right thing once this was discovered. We don't know how it was discovered. We don't know different things. We know that uh, – but this is what they're bugged about. It was discovered on November 2nd, and they didn't say anything. And then the the second place and the third place, the things in his garage in his office, 
was handled in December. Uh, so this has been something brewing now for a couple of months, and why are we just getting it? That's their that's their issue. Their issue isn't is the president done something uh, that's going to result in uh, some kind of political jeopardy or legal jeopardy for him. You know they have that issue, but this exchange and this is something that we should learn about. And the difference that we're hearing in the different kind of answers is something that happens with our communication, even with each other, with our spouse, with our kids, with our boss, with our employees, our coworkers, people like that. It is so important that we stop to listen, and as Ted said a minute ago, that we we don't rush to judgment on things, but that we get things out there. You know, if I think there's there's multiple lessons here for us to to take uh, when it comes to integrity. For Christians, it matters a lot to have integrity because our goal, you know, is to minister to people. And if you don't have integrity as a Christian, it affects your ability to minister. You can't minister well when people know that you're unfaithful. You can't minister well when people know that you don't speak the truth. There's lots of people who who can't be in ministry, sometimes not because of their own lack of integrity, but sometimes the lack of integrity about around them, right? It is it is such a hard thing to 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 keep in the front of our mind. And so what the, the media here, including left-wing media, is really dealing with is the integrity question that this is about, what the White House is coming back to just the facts. Uh, maybe the White House is telling the truth about it, but the integrity issue is there, and that's what needs to be addressed. The president would do a lot better to just come out and say, yep, we blew it on this. We should have done this this way. Remember when President Reagan was in trouble? If you're old enough, he was in trouble because of a scandal related to uh, money getting funded to um, some revolutionary, not some revolutionaries, I shouldn't say. They were called the Contras, and there was an issue um, of uh, communists moving into Nicaragua in Central America, and they got some money, and how the money got got shifted there was the controversy. President Reagan just came out and took responsibility for it, and people forgave him. You know, there were people on uh, the other side of the aisle who didn't want to forgive him. They wanted it to become a bigger deal, but at the end of the day— one of the reasons it became a nothing burger, even though probably crimes were committed, I think there were some people convicted, it's because he just acknowledged it eventually. So what Biden ought to do? Hey, you know what? I went after President Trump for this, and it turned out I had documents all over the place and even in my own garage with my cool Corvette, and it is a cool car that he's got. Um, he should do that. But not doing that is going to make this worse. As we watch this unfold, without jumping to conclusions about ultimately what's happening, there's, it's you know, we don't know. As we watch this unfold, it's the integrity question that will ultimately decide how badly this hurts this White House. If they get on the side of integrity and they just stop trying to say, well, yeah, we did it too, but we didn't do it as bad as them, it's not going to work. It might work politically, but it's not going to work in the mind of people who are around them. Trust me on that. That's, it's human beings. It's the way it is with all of us, and it's the way it is with our relationships. And as the church, we've got to be a complete uh, a person who recognizes the value and necessity of integrity. All right, we've got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to uh, ask you if you got any eggs. 888-528-2557 is the number. I'm Scott Furrow. I'll be back as the Thursday edition of Southern California Live continues. Stay tuned. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.